Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Seven words that'll scare any politician. Roy Green is holding on line one. The Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network continues. Well, Justin says uh, he's aware that the small business community in this country is unhappy with the tax changes he's advocating, but he's not apologizing. He will just continue because Justin knows better. Justin is working hard for Canada and Canadians. Justin. Actually, I did a bit of reading while I was on vacation and uh, read quite a bit about Papa in the 1980s. And Papa in the 1940s when the Papa used to ride around Jewish areas of Montreal, reportedly dressed as a German soldier. That's thoughtful. Anyhow, uh, Monsieur Trudeau will be the subject of our discussion on Beauties and the Beast in the next half hour and his tax on small businesses, which are the number one employers in this country, Douglas Nelson is going to be joining us. He's a family business president in Winnipeg and says uh, Trudeau's tax plan will impact every incorporated business in this country. Of course, Catherine Swift, Linda Leatherdale, Michelle Simpson with us. And Catherine has particular knowledge on the matter, being the ex-president and chief executive officer of the Canadian Federation of Independent Business. While I was away, one of our listeners in, uh, in Alberta, and I appreciate it, sent me uh, a story from Oil Week magazine. And it's about Joe Dion, and uh, it's about Mr. Dion as the uh, CEO and the president, chairman and CEO, of the Frog Lake Energy Resources Corporation. And and here's how the uh, article describes what Frog Lake Energy is all about. Frog Lake Energy Resources is an oil and gas exploration and production company that's wholly owned by the people of the Frog Lake First Nation. The company is part of an indigenous expansion into equity ownership and natural resources development and infrastructure projects. This goes beyond just taking jobs or security service contracts. Mr. Dion himself, and again quoting from the article, as constitutional coordinator for the Indian National Indian Brotherhood in the early 1980s, Dion played a direct role in the entrenchment of indigenous rights in the Canadian Constitution under then Prime Minister Pierre Trudeau, the political power that came out of that, now holds a strong allure for other groups, and among those other groups 
are environmental groups. And according to what uh, Mr. Dion is reported to have said as well, environmentalists have hijacked the indigenous agenda. A lot to talk about. Joe Dion joins us on the Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. Mr. Dion, thank you for the time and congratulations on the success with your corporation. Thanks very much, Roy. So it took it took many years to obtain and confirm indigenous rights. Now both the federal government, the private sector, and the United Nations enshrined First Nations rights. And uh, this does extend directly to exploration and development of natural resources, does it not? It sure does, yep. Um, and so, so what does the uh, First Nations National Energy Strategy Treaty state? Let's talk about that as well. The treaty, sure. the First Nations National Energy Strategy Treaty, what does that state in layman's terminology? Well, basically what we're looking for, Roy, was a, 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 a response from the Prime Minister. This goes back a year ago now. In July it was uh, when we published it amongst, uh, amongst the, ten, the top ten producers, uh, the top ten oil producers of Canada, basically looking for a way out of the gridlock that we're still in this country, um, pipeline gridlock then and still on today. Uh, 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 there's a couple of approvals, of course. One of them, well, one of the projects is, is under construction, of course, in, 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 um, from Hardesty to Wisconsin. The other one is, is, is still caught up, not caught up yet, but uh, still being challenged in courts. This is the Trans Mountain Line coming to Vancouver. From Edmonton, so there there are still challenges out there, and we, we've we've reached out to the prime minister at the time, and looking for a, a, a to have him sit down with us and uh, work up a an arrangement where First Nations and uh, and other other groups, Aboriginal groups across the country, would basically take a stake, have a stake in in in, in the in the in, in, in the resort development of this country by way of equity or revenue sharing, as I as as we called it. So, so now, how did uh, let's go back to your corporation, Frog Lake Energy Resources Corporation? How did that come about, and how satisfactory and how difficult has the project been to uh, to get to the point where you are now? And how's it benefited the uh, the community or the the, the the First Nations community of, of Frog Lake? Well, basically, Roy, what happened was the the up until then, this is going back 15, 15 years ago, Frog Lake took a passive interest in all the development on their lands and basically took a royalty position from, from the companies that were developing resources, oil and, oil and gas on their land. They, they changed the tack. They basically said, we want to co-own, we want to co-participate with, with these projects. So rather than leasing the land to companies, they lease the land to themselves, in this case, the Frog Lake Oil Energy, I mean, the Frog Lake Energy Resources Corp. We then turned around, turned, turned around and, and we farmed out these lands to our partners. And so far today, we've probably had, we've gone through seven partners um, on, the land, on our land and some of them off the reserve as well. So basically what, what, what's ha- what happens here, Roy, is that we have a revenue stream coming from the royalties, but, but also there's a revenue stream coming from our own production as an oil company. And that, that production has been very good. We've, of course, during the oil prices, when oil prices were much higher, we did extremely well. We, we, we went through millions of dollars of, of revenues and, and, paid, and paid millions of dollars in, 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 in royalties to, our, to, 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 to the nation, as well as, as, well as, as well as created a lot of jobs. And with the revenues coming from the, from the company and from the, from the community, built roads, built houses, built rec centers, and create and create a, a lot of employment. And how's that impacted just the quality of life for the population 
of the Frog uh, First Nations, uh, Frog Lake uh, First Nations, and, and and if you would compare the, and I, I don't want to do this in a negative way, but if you would compare what you've been able to accomplish and how life has improved for people of the Frog Lake First Nations versus perhaps other uh, bands or, or um, uh, tribal organizations that may not have followed uh, the same course you have you have followed. Well, Roy, I guess we were fortunate enough to have the resources. you had the resources to begin with. On right? our land, I mean that, 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 yeah. that, that comes with it. Of course, there's I mean, there was of course there's envy. There's there's those types of things that go that go between uh, amongst communities, but. Um, but but overall, it, it was a positive, um, a, a very positive um, um, impact in uh, with the members and of course uh, with with the jobs being created. Yeah, and I'm not I'm not trying to I'm not trying to pit First Nation First Nation against no, no, no. First Nation because I want to bring into this discussion with you this conversation with you where the federal government today stands because the federal government has a role to play. And there are treaties and treaty obligations, and you worked hard on that in the 1980s, as yep. we pointed out. Yep. And, and is today, in 2017, is the federal government doing what it can and what it should? Uh, we know that they, the ministry exists, and we know they have billions of dollars, and I wonder how much they spend on themselves as opposed to spending on uh, the, the people they're supposed to look after, or not look after, but supposed to provide assistance as required. Um, how, how significantly positive is the relationship with the federal government of Canada? Or where are the challenges? Well, you know, th- 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 there's been some recent shifts in with this government in as far as the relationship with the First Nations and I guess in general with Indigenous peoples. They're 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 trying to, I guess, make a difference. I I, I know uh, with the recent um, um, uh, splitting of the of of the department, uh, um, making one services and one crown. And one one crown relationships, uh, one crown relationships with 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 First Nations being being the focus. They're they're I think they're they're trying to make a difference, but I don't I don't I don't know if it's going to have a lasting impact as such unless until I think when I mean I mean I believe when First Nations start taking lead ourselves. When we when 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 we start making the 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 proposals and 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 the recommendations to government and 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 also amongst ourselves, what what happens is when when somebody else is telling you what 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 you should do, there's a big difference in that than 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 knowing what you should do yourself. Right, and when that somebody else has the money, or has money that you require, <laughs> and that somebody else decides how that money is going to be dispersed. That causes an additional that, stress factor, doesn't it? I, I, I mean, I, 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 absolutely. I think w- where we need to go with the relationship with the Crown and First Nations is that, and they're talking about this in, 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 in the dialogue, as I see, basically making First Nations equal, um, bringing them on as equal partners, and I think that's a, that's a huge step. Um, the but without without resources, Roy, without resources, you really can't be an equal partner. I mean, if you're broke, and someone wants to make you an equal partner, what I mean, you 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 have no leverage. So that's this, and and so this is where the treaty comes in that we've been talking about that that with revenue sharing and equity participation, as we call it, the you 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 want to see the resource uh, rich country of ours being shared by First Nations. 
First Nations governments along with the other governments. All right. Let me take a quick break, Joe. And when we come back, I want to ask you where the uh, environmentalists fit into the picture because, again, one of the uh, one of the quotes was, and I have it here, that uh, that environmentalists have hijacked the indigenous agenda. We'll come back and we'll talk with Joe Dion about that on the Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. Standing up for the little guy for the greater good. This is the Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. Emails to Roy at RoyGreenShow.com. I'm on Twitter at The Roy Green Show. Follow me there. We're on Facebook, of course, as well. And there's The Roy Green Show page on the websites of the radio stations that carry this program, the one that you're listening to right now. Joe Dion is the chairman, CEO of the Frog Lake Energy Resources Corporation, an oil and natural gas exploration and production company, and the corporation's fully owned and operated by the people of the Frog Lake First Nation. Let me read a few lines from the Oil Week magazine uh, article, which features Mr. Dion. Economics is the driver for the participation that is between governments and uh, and or private and industry and uh, and First Nations. Economics is the driver for this participation, but traditional indigenous values are part of the package as well. Of course, we'll protect the environment, Dion said. Stopping development isn't hard to do, but how are you going to eat? We need to speak up for the poverty that is out there in our communities. We need to address how we're going to get our people out of poverty when the majority of wealth is being held by so few. Poverty outstrips all of the concerns about climate change and environment. If you focus too much on climate change, First Nations will be at a standstill, and we won't have any development, so climate change is important, but it's not everything. Joe, I know the environment is of tremendous concern, tremendous concern to you, tremendous concern to your, to your First Nation, but the environmentalists' agenda is not necessarily the same as yours, and I think they're being paternalistic by suggesting that they have the better idea or the better plan to protect the environment than you do. Well, you know what? We've been here, what does Conrad Black say, 20,000 years, maybe more, and this country was was fairly healthy when 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 the non when the non when 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 the Europeans came to this country. So we have a track record when it comes to protecting the environment. So I think uh, we 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 can handle the environment quite well. Uh, obviously, obviously, there's science around a lot of these uh, 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 surrounding environmental issues. And yeah, we're we're open to ideas. We're open to suggestions from groups who want to work with us. But 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 for them to stop um, um, projects that uh, could help lift our communities, um, that's not, I, I think, serving our um, our best interests. So so basically, I think there there needs to be cooperation from all parties. There needs to be cooperation from 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 environmentalists and 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 with First Nations, and also with corporations and governments. There are classic worldwide examples of how this can happen. And Norway was an was an absolute example where they got the environmentalists, the Aboriginal people together, and the corporations and government. They were able to um, drill offshore wells off the off the shores of Norway, and yet people still could fish. So. I think I think I think there's a there's a balance here that can be created, but I don't think we can we can as First Nations be be, be be sitting aside and watching our jobs disappear 
because environmentalists uh, want to stop development. What's the issue that we need to talk about that we haven't yet? I mean, you and I today. What 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 needs to be addressed? I think I think the 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 the, the positive. I mean, the the poverty that's out there in our communities, which 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 is which is really really rampant, uh, uh, comparing to worldwide conditions. Uh, I think we're we're there in our communities, and that's the that to me is the biggest topic we should address. And 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 basically, we're looking for for ways of how we can lift these folks out of poverty, the individuals who need help out there um, that um, could, could use jobs, could use education, um, get themselves out of, out, out of poverty. Um, obviously, I mean, that's a big question. Yeah, it's, a, it's, it's, a it's, it's terrible to see what's going on when you hear about the suicides of the children and you see how people are living in the depth of, of a Canadian winter. It's, it's, it's horrific. But... On the upside, with the Frog Lake Energy Resources Corporation, there's an example being set, and other uh, Indian nations as well. First Nations uh, are, are doing the same thing. Sure. Uh, yep. the, the examples being set about how things can be done differently, can be done successfully, and can be done economically uh, viably while protecting the environment at the same time. Absolutely. I think, I, I, um, Roy, there, is, there are ways of doing this, and all it takes is is for people to put their minds together and basically cooperate with each other, and everybody has answers to these 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 uh, these trying issues, of course. Yeah, Joe, it's uh, been an honor to speak with you, and I I congratulate you on the success of the uh, the corporation, and more success to you, and hopefully people will learn from from what you've done. Other examples also, not only in Canada and the United States, but internationally, can be accomplished, and you're a living example of that. Thanks very much. Really All the best. This. We'll talk to you again. Okay, thanks. Thank you, Joe Dion from Frog Lake First Nation. It's the uh, Energy Resources Corporation. Have a look at it. Uh, the Oil Week uh, article is, is fascinating. And, um, yeah. Now, when we come back, Mr. Trudeau has angered the business community, the small business community, you know, the mom and pop outfits. The companies that have less than 100 employees. So you're looking at small to medium-sized companies. They're angry because Mr. Trudeau is determined to deliver a new tax formulation for these companies, for these entrepreneurs, for these investors in this country and in employment in this country. Mr. Trudeau's decided that the wealthy among them must pay their fair share. I'm not sure if Mr. Trudeau really has a sense of what wealth is, because he's always had it, and what lack of wealth is, because he's really never experienced it. But he certainly has ideas, and he certainly is the answer man. Just ask him. We're going to ask Douglas Nelson, who's a Winnipeg family business president, we'll ask Catherine Swift, former CEO of the Canadian Federation of Independent Business, now workingcanadians.ca. We'll ask Linda Leatherdale. We'll ask Michelle Simpson when we come back with Beauties and the Beast. Stay with us.